What is up, everybody? Ryan back again with another episode of the ATX Metal Podcast. And this is uh, this is kind of a random surprise episode. I mean, well, let's be honest. All of our episodes are a surprise because we don't have any fucking structure on when we release episodes. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but no, this one, we sit down with uh, three, of the, three, of the, three of the members of Release the Captive, Carlos, Trey, and Mike, and... Adam was there, but he was just behind the camera. He was doing some other stuff. Uh, but they have a show coming up with a band that we are in love with. Well, at least myself. Can't speak for the rest of the team, but I'm pretty sure they're on board. A band called Levels. They're coming over on Sunday. Released the Captive had hit me up not too long ago uh, because our man Taylor Anderson of Titan Audio was out at the Noise Factory, which we spoke about in this in this interview. They went out there and did a live session. Um, we also talk about Spitting Image, their newest track, upcoming shows, like I said, Levels this Sunday at Come and Take It, um, and just all kinds of fun stuff, man. Like, they all live together, uh, so, like, COVID really wasn't, I mean, yeah, it was a thing for them, but as far as, like, maintaining a band, um, and they're relatively young, you know, formed in 2008, which, again, you, you hear about all this, but, you know, got to touch on the highlights, uh, you know, <laughs> new socks and new underwear. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. And uh, they talk about a torn Achilles that just that just ruins anyone's day. Um, so I had a great time. I'm I'm a new fan of Release the Captive, and their and like their sound has evolved. So maybe that's why I'm starting to pick up on on, on their radar. Uh, but I had a had an excellent time talking to the guys, and I'm sure we'll have them back on and see them at the show. Uh, but yeah, speaking of the show. This Sunday, come and take it live. Levels release the captive is gonna kick things off and get a little rowdy. I'm probably gonna go there because I want to see Levels jam live. Um, but yeah, and then you know we also can do this and are allowed to do this. We're not allowed. They're not my fucking parents. But uh, come and take it live. Come and take it productions as always. Mucho, mucho. Oh, I forgot the word. Mucho, mucho bueno. There, we'll leave it at that. Uh, much love, much love to come and take it. Anthony, Skyler, Alex, Juicy, Jose in the back, teching for people because he's awesome. Uh, but anyway, here is release the captive. Hey, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, go around the room. Uh, who you are, what you do, and uh, where you originally hail from. Yeah, uh, so I'm the bass player. My name is Carlos Delgado. Uh, slap the bass, do some backup vocals on there. Originally from, um, I moved to Austin from Corpus Christi, but father was in the Navy, so we kind of lived all around uh, Hawaii, California, and then he retired over in Corpus. Okay. So... Well, uh, my name is Trey. I do vocals, um, and I'm originally from San Antonio, but I grew up more in Austin, so I'm basically an Austinite at okay. this point. And then uh, I'm Mike, uh, Mike Mahoney. I play drums, and I'm originally from North Carolina. I've been in, oh, yeah? Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Where are you from? Just south of Greensboro by about 45 minutes. Dude, I lived in Greensboro for like a year and a half, but I'm from Fayetteville. 
Oh, okay. Even closer. I mean, if yeah. you, if you go so, just real quick, like if you go south, what is that? Uh, two twenty. Well, now it's like yeah. seventy three, seventy four. You'll run into this uh, pottery central capital called Seagrove, and I live five miles south of that in this, basically just the woods. I'll just leave it at that. So whenever somebody's like, "You're from North Carolina," like, "Yeah, just south of Greensboro," it's way easier to have a conversation versus like. I live in Steeds and it's right here. And all oh, this other dude. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I mean, I didn't, I'm not from Fayetteville either. I'm from Fort Bragg and, you know, went to high school like 20 minutes north of Fayetteville. But yeah, same story, man. It's easier just to give the bigger city. But yeah. uh, cool, man. It's badass. Yeah. I, um, I'm, I was born in Ohio, but moved down after I was like, I don't know, 15, 16 months. And then I was basically raised in North Carolina. And then to to add on to the Navy aspect, I was in the Marine Corps, so I was at Camp Lejeune for five years. So coming home, I would have to go through Fayetteville and Fort Bragg just to get to the house. So I'm very, very familiar with that area. Actually, I want to go back because I fucking miss seasons, you know? I yeah, guess. same. <laughs> same. Like being able, being able to, like living in Greensboro, for those, that, for those listening that don't understand, like, so I live in Leanne and everybody, you know, all the all the guys in, in the band here can understand when you drive an hour to an hour and a half in the greater Austin area, you're literally just in the suburbs. Um, but when you drive an hour to an hour and a half in the middle of North Carolina, you could potentially be in like three different states. You could be in the mountains uh, three hours to the west. You could be on the coast uh, another three hours, like just weekend trips. But here it's like you got to. God damn! I can't wait till hyperloops come with Elon. Thank God he's coming here. So yeah, there's a there's a joke about Austin that if you um if you're in Austin, it takes about an hour and a half just to get into Austin. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> I I uh so we just had our uh, showcase this past Friday at Come and Take It, which went at they're like obviously you guys play shows and whenever you go you're always thinking like okay. I don't want anything to mess up. I got to unload, set my shit up, tune, you know, hit the drums and go for it. And then you got to get off the stage, hoping that nothing fails in between, you know, the first note and the last note, right? Oh, yeah. So the only thing that happened is that Altermind got their set cut by one song. And it was just because there was like this little bit of overage from the other three bands, which is, it's, mm. it's no big deal. <laughs> it happens, deal. man. <laughs> yeah. But um, it was, it was, uh, great success, great success, great turnout, about 200 people. I mean, it was, man, it was fucking fun. The photos look great, man. I saw stuff from Paula and Fire from the Gods and stuff like that, and it's it looked badass. Oh, yeah. I mean, Paula, my, my boy Taylor, he runs uh, he runs our live audio whenever we do the live streams from Come and Take It. Uh, he set up their, their light show, so it wasn't, they just had, like, the static lights up top, and the, yeah. their light show ran the rest of the way, so, yeah, Taylor's, Taylor's really good about making sure it all looks pretty for the pretty for the camera but i mean everybody was just so thrilled it was just like this massive homie hangout but back to the the traffic i got off mopac at cesar chavez and it took me 45 fucking minutes to get across the street to 35 it was like 10 12 blocks i don't even know what it is but i was just sitting there thinking to myself god i, I like i have no phone so i can't contact anybody to let them know that i'm on the way or stuck in traffic I can't even play anything off my Spotify shuffle. It's just literally me and no control radio, which is 93.7 HD2. How about your boy? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Chuck Loesch. <laughs> <laughs> so 
let's get to know Release the Captive. So you guys are relatively new to me. Uh, you guys have been getting more and more peppered into some Spotify shuffles and playlists that that I subscribe to. And li- going back today, I actually, now that I have the phone and I can listen to music in my car again, like a you know first world dude here in Austin, um, I got to say, man, I'm I'm liking what I'm hearing like progressively going back to the earlier stuff to where it's at now not saying that I don't like the earlier stuff but what I'm hearing right now definitely has my attention so just I mean in any way you guys want to go around the room or somebody wants to take the lead just uh give us some information backstory how it started where you guys came from you know uh like you said uh lineup changes and so off and uh or so on and then um we'll just kind of go from there yeah, I mean, um, so yeah, we started uh, basically just jamming uh, in 2018. Uh, I ran uh, a bar called Poorhouse Pub that doesn't exist anymore. And um, was that a COVID, and, was that a COVID victim? Yeah, kind of that, and like just bad location. To be honest, we were never really that busy. But uh, Adam, our guitarist, uh, lived in the apartments above the bar, and so he would come down and um we just you know started talking about music like consistently and then one day i was like dude i play drums let's let's fucking jam and immediately i was like we got something here there was a spark and uh and then he was like well carlos my brother plays bass let's do it and uh and we had another buddy ryan who was playing guitar and then we found tim our singer who was a regular at my bar um and and we just uh, we just started uh you know writing um tim and i were were kind of writing lyrics together and we started performing in january of 2019 um and you know we i think we what did we do we recorded i think mid 2019 recorded that ep released it beginning of 2020 and then everything shut down and in between all that you know we had played i think maybe 15 15 or 20 shows. Yeah, I'd say so. And by this time we were all living together um, by the time the pandemic hit and uh, we had creative differences and um, we were, we were feeling for a while that we needed a new singer. And so right when everything shut down in March, 2020, um, we, we asked him to leave and we started looking for new singers and (laughs) thanks to Craigslist, Trey, you know, uh, graced us with his presence and his talents. And um, I'll let him kind of fill in from his experience. Wait, so, so yeah. there, there's a legitimate Craigslist story attached to this? Yeah, yes, oh, yes, yes, there is. That's, that's what I'm talking about. I, I, I got to say, there's at least, I would say on average, 70% of the bands that I've talked to, maybe, maybe more than that. Um, there's all, there's, that seems to be like one of the places to just, almost it's not a guarantee but you can definitely find people on craigslist looking to jam oh yeah no doubt um so at the time i was actually you know trying to start a band with a buddy of mine that i've known forever um but it wasn't really picking up and i'm like well i need to do something musically now because like i just need to do something and i remembered my uh, other buddy Ian, who used to play uh drums for minds and machines uh, which is another local band. They're not a band anymore. It was, um, it was one of the first bands I ever interviewed. Really? That was a shit show. Let me tell you. Not. Oh god. <laughs> not, not 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 a not on their part. It was 
uh, when I, myself, and uh, the one of the original co-founders, Chris, we wanted to do it right, so he bought this uh, this Scarlet-focused, I think it was like an i8 or something, had like eight inputs. At the time, mm. I had no idea what he was ordering. Now I'm like, oh, you're just getting an interface with a shitload of inputs. I get it. Cool. But back then, I was like, it's just a red box that does stuff? Okay, if we need it, we need it. And <laughs> long story short, it got dropped off. Or it tried to get delivered twice. Then they were like, go pick it up. We went to pick it up. It's on the back of a truck still. He raged a little bit. We just had to work around some things and then finally got down there and interviewed them at Ian's house, I believe. Um, but yeah, I've, man, I've been down with Minds and Machines for six years. Whew. Man. All right. Sorry. Back to you guys. Oh, you're all good. Um, so yeah, I remember he um, uh, found his band doing that. And I was like, well, if he can do that, like, I'm going to do that. And just at four in the morning, and I kid you not, because I could not sleep, um, started looking at Craigslist. And there were a couple of offers, and one of the offers ended up being uh, released to captive. Um, the next day, or I think probably ne the next day or the day after that, uh, got an email back saying like, hey, we really like your stuff, because I sent them a couple of uh, vocal covers that I've done. And like, let's see what happens let's have you over at the house let's uh have a little jam sesh um and um here's an instrumental for a song and let's see how you do this um so yeah i sent him the um like my version of anthropoid which is uh, the first single that they released and just came over the next day and then just yeah, which has been well, coming over totally since. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we went through. <laughs> yeah, he killed it for us. It was a big upgrade, so we were automatically like, "Oh yeah, let's." This is something we can work with. Um, initially, we went through a few auditions, um, and we got a bunch of videos back in. And of course, you know, Trace still got like a sore thumb. It was like, "Dude, this guy's a lot of potential. He seems like he's really, you know, just talking to him. It was like easy enough to like, hey, let's bring him in, let's show him some stuff, and then let him roll with it." And I think from that point on, it was just been. You know, again, he, he jumped in. Chemistry's been there. Um, all the new songs that we have been writing has just been on point. So the so the current lineup is, or all, all the music, I, I guess, the music that's out now. Where to with 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 the current lineup? It, where, it, God, what am I trying? Where to say does here? it start? Bingo. There we go. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So we have two song two songs out, two singles. Um, that feature Trey, and it's a uh, same old story which was the first song we released with Trey and then spitting image, which is our most recent. Okay. Quick question. Um, or actually two questions. Do you think we can, <laughs> I want to create like a fake band kind of, and put up a Craigslist ad and have people submit like their videos to it and then just <laughs> put those up and let people basically crowdsource an entire band do you think it's possible <laughs> all off Craigslist? yes yes oh yeah definitely all right. so we're all for it <laughs> and then uh and then the second question is what was it like as far as like so you say that you sent the email here's my stuff hey go ahead and uh do your vocals over this you get it back all right that's cool like the initial meeting like is there like this massive awkwardness because i feel like it's essentially a mus a musical blind date well, it's like we got a peek behind the, the curtain because we, you know, saw what he could do because he gave us like vocal cover videos. OK. And, and that was a huge selling point because 
I mean, he knew his way around an audio interface. He knows how to record himself. And he has some obvious stage presence because he's on camera wowing us, you know? So, um, yeah, whenever we actually had him over to the house for the first time, it was like, oh, yeah, hey, you're this guy we've seen videos of. (laughs) But then, I mean, we jammed together. We didn't give him the job out the gate. I think no. we wanted to do our due diligence, have a couple sessions. I think we jammed for like a month. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Learn like three or four songs. And then we were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, you're in the band, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, like, uh, I remember the, um, like, he actually called me at midnight. Um, Man, you guys do a lot it of was shit like, in the wee hours, 4 a.m. <laughs> midnight phone calls. Yeah. Like, uh, he gave me a call at midnight and was like, well, if you haven't, like, you're you're in the band now. So, like congratulations man i'm like yeah thanks for the opportunity and no shit <laughs> he, was all, he was also feeling very lonely that night so. <laughs> hey, it's always it's always good to get a random text i mean i've had some come through and it's just I literally just i'm one of those people that'll kind of like just play with it like you know it's obviously a wrong number but you just go with it they're like hey what's up like what's up with you and then just see where it goes <laughs> start talking about climate change or yeah you know i need to paint the walls or just you know just they never end. what are you wearing right yeah exactly (laughs) i I really i I usually kind of like lead into that i just start with like basic shit as though it's just a normal conversation but you get a message in the in the ams between 12 and 4 from an unknown number just have fun with it just you know see where it goes take some screenshots and i literally did the same thing the other day because i got a random um text of like hey i think it was jason like hey jason do you still have my watch and i'm like uh yeah sure do and went through this like actual like conversation with this person and i'm like uh i'm not gonna tell them i just want to see how far this goes that's it it's like how far it's like the guys or the you know the youtube clips or whatever where the telemarketers call obvious scammers but you try to like turn the tables on them and get their information (laughs) <laughs> that's when it, that's when it gets fun talking to quote unquote john in chicago yeah yeah john don't call me again uh so what's up with uh spitting image how how did that one uh come to pass because knowing that you guys have an upcoming concert with levels which we'll get into uh here in a little bit i can definitely see how those fit together uh walk me through like your guys writing process um, I mean, start to finish, how, how do you guys, how do you guys make the magic? Uh, yeah. So Adam, our guitarist is usually, we'll just have a bunch of rip ideas. Uh, we'll get done jamming a good, you know, through a set or just a few of our songs and then, uh, just bust out some new materials. We'll just go into like a good five to 10 minute, just like playing these riffs over and then like, Hey, let's break that down a little bit more. And while we're doing that, Trey's already in the corner, you know, scribbling down a bunch of words. And oh, like right away. Dude. Yeah, instantaneously yeah. what melodies can kind of go with what, what okay. he's kind of feeling. And then, uh, yeah, and then we just kind of just break it down a little further and more and more and more until, you know, we really find something that we like that just clicks. I would say spitting images like, at least at the time, it might still be the case, but definitely one of our heaviest songs. And it was just like, just so chunky and nasty, like, can when we heard it for the first time it was like oh fuck this is gonna <laughs> everybody in the balls dude that's when you know when you're just like oh shit yeah <laughs> let's get this one to fucking post-production boys let's put some ambience in the background let's get it 
Speaking <laughs> of post-production, I mean, it was a hell of a fun song to fucking record to. And, mm-hmm. uh, and we've done all of our recordings, by the way, just want to name drop uh, Abram Olve. Um, he, he runs uh, Hammer and Nail Studios up in Leander. He does a lot of bands in the Austin, greater Austin scene. And he's, he's the shit. Just, just want to give him a shout out. There ham- Hammer up. and Nails? Hammer and Nail Studio. Yeah. How do I not? Man, I live up, been up here six years. Um, shit, Former Batcave Productions. Um, Insurgents and. We're talking, uh, about, we're talking about Abe, right? Big Abe? Abe? No, he's we tall. don't. He's not. He's, I mean, tall. he's tall. We call, I don't know anyone who calls him Abe, but Abram. You might yeah. you might be better friends with them than us. I, <laughs> Watch, I'm gonna hit him up on Facebook and be like, dude, I had no idea that we were right next to each other. But <laughs> um, so when so so what I understand is basically you guys just get together and kind of formulate on the spot, or is there someone that has a riff or a melody or a verse, and you kind of just kind of wheedle from there? Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what we do. We just kind of just piece it together. And again, just try to really find something that's different from the other songs. So we're trying to stay out of the same key and just change it up a bit. So not all the songs are sounding the same, but we definitely mention to each other and what we can work with. And work yeah, with. I mean, it all starts with Adam. Adam kind of gives us, uh, I would say, like an outline and we fill in the gaps. Um, and Adam's guitars? Adam's guitars. He's he's not in on the call, but uh, he's, he's, he's doing his other job. Guy. He's the sound engineer. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, he's helping us out getting getting this interview going oh where's he uh engineering it right right here <laughs> right here in the house. Behind, behind the, the camera oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well hey official title thanks for hooking this up um <laughs> by the yeah because everybody sounds very i meant, forgot to mention that earlier you guys sound very crisp so uh thank you and for everybody listening if you want to get on the show if you can sound like this at the beginning thumbs up we won't have a lot of editing on the back end god knows nice. we've had to fucking go in the trenches to save a few episodes but you know that's okay not everybody has the cool shit so um so whenever you guys finally get one hammered out uh do you guys have like a like a like a release strategy like single single album because that seems to be all all the bands i talked to over the past shit year because just the way COVID affected everybody um and, and i mean i knew that everybody was still sending tracks digitally back and forth not just landing in a studio and figuring it out uh because today's right. technology literally in a in a closet uh you can <laughs> you can do some really cool shit so uh how, how uh you don't have to go too far in detail but like how did what did you learn from covid and do you guys think that what you're doing now is probably better than what you would have been doing does that make sense yeah yeah, yeah for sure i mean i i would say we definitely figured out you know demoing and recording like all of our practices like we just got better at engineering ourselves um for the most part and then just writing i mean we yeah we didn't go in the studio or anything during covid but we basically built out our own studio capabilities in our house and we all live together um by the way so i don't know if we mentioned that yeah it's like a frat house over there Oh, musicians dude. house, but it's, it's a musicians house. Yeah, house. It's, yeah. it's not there's animal a, house a, over here. Big man. RTC in the front. <laughs> We're domesticated animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's some stories we can we can or maybe not can go into, but but that's really that's really cool because then if you have an idea, you can literally just be like, hey, uh, hey guys, uh, practice five o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. That's why we did it. Yeah. 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 
Oh, so you guys intentionally live together for the band? Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Typically, it's like out of necessity, and then it kind of grows. It's not like we're gonna move together because of this reason. So, yeah, that's pretty rad. Um, I mean, I think at the point we were all kind of like leases are up and everything, and I know um, Mikey, he was he was actually getting like the person his owner was already like, hey, I got another people coming in. So he was like, hey, let's make it easy. No one's having to drive anywhere. Let's go ahead. You know, we're not paying for a studio or anything like that. So I just just made it that that much easier for us. Yeah, to communicate and also yeah, jam together. So we're not spending tons of more money or extra time that we could use. Good circumstances. And that well, that um, I can, man, that works out for all parties involved. Uh, yeah. <laughs> speaking of jamming, uh, tell me about your guys' experience at Noise Factory and 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 what you guys, I guess, like how's everything been received? How'd you guys like it up there? So on and so forth. Yeah, it was really amazing. Like every single person there was an absolute professional. And, you know, there's all these people like behind the scenes that we were just like, I didn't even know that he was there. And <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. um, but yeah, it was great. Like we got there and it's in the middle of uh, Georgetown yep. and we get there. And it's like this huge like hangar, like it looks like an airport hangar. And we're like looking up at it, like this is the place. Like, like what are, is this? Are we in the right spot, guys? We're literally yeah. in the middle of a field, and it's yeah. just a big yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> literally in the middle of like there's no houses and yep. this huge like warehouse. And once we get there, I can immediately tell everyone's eyes were like looking all over the place. Like this place is amazing. Um, You're like, oh, we've been catfish, guys. Fucking Craigslist got us again. <laughs> <laughs> No, we, we had a blast, man. I mean, um, you know, Taylor from Paula, as you know, um, works there and he, he's one of the people who kind of hooked us up with the gig. Um, also shout out to Danny river, um, promoter around town. Uh, he works real close with noise factory as well, but, um, yeah, man, it was just, it was a great experience. There were, um, you know, state of the art studio, they got everybody set up and, and had, photographers and videographers and um danny himself did an interview with each one of us um you know before uh recording the session so it, it was just great all around eric uh the owner is a super awesome guy gave us a tour and was really supportive and just really wanted to get to know us and it was, it was badass yeah yeah i really enjoyed my time out there there was uh we were doing these little like behind the noise sessions and then my life got stupid busy and just this whole past year has just been a complete fuck show for me. And <laughs> I, I, I've done I've done the same thing for I was a mechanic for eight years. So every day, wake up, go to work, fix cars, come home, wake up, go to work, fix cars, come home. And December last December 1st last year, I hung it up. I was like, I'm done. My back hurts. I got all these migraines like I'm I just I don't want to do this anymore. Fast forward a year. I'm just over here just trying to figure it out you know, looking on Craigslist for jobs and, uh, but I'm making it, man. Like it's, it's, it's really cool to kind of step out of your comfort zone and just see what you're capable of. You know what I mean? Mm. Dude, um, that's great. I mean, I think COVID kind of opened up a lot of people's eyes oh, um, yes. to like what the possibilities are. And it's badass that you were like, Hey, I want better for myself. Yeah. So, I mean, like right congrats, now, man. like right now I'm working 16, like I have to work 16 hours a week for for the for the chap ice but i mean it pays my bills and so i have like 
all this other free time to do other stuff. And it's like, fuck, man, like, what am I going to do? Well, I guess I'll podcast more and, and just trying to really just trying to figure it out. But yeah, I definitely, I mean, how did, did any, did anybody get affected? Um, I guess like work wise or did anybody come out of COVID like with this new lease on life? Um, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I work remote, so I had just started a, a tech job back in October, 2020. Uh, um, so yeah, I mean, it, I, I changed careers, um, during COVID and so that's, that's been a blessing and, um, I don't know, I think I mean, Carlos, you, you kind of work from home. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Adam and I, we, we both also work at the same uh, company. So it was just like nothing really changed at our end. We just had a lot of more free time to just play music, really, just right. And I think that's what we did, you know, because yeah. so, we got Trey on board. It was like, all right, that COVID hits. So it was just like, all right, we just chill in the house and just write songs. I was going <laughs> to say. kind of what we did. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't want to say you guys, like, lucked out. But, I mean, in the overall view because whenever I did the Locked in the Closet series, I remember Andy uh, from Koningsor, the drummer, he, he made this statement. He said, if you, if you don't practice like being a musician is your job during COVID, then whenever it's all done and shows ramp back up and you still play like shit or come out the box and it's all terrible, like you only have yourself to, you know, blame. But with with you guys living in the same spot and kind of working at the same place and, you know, three out of the, is it five guys live there? Uh, four, four, four dudes. Oh, yeah. Four, <laughs> four <laughs> normally, but five right now, actually. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, you guys just, I mean, man, that kind of, that's good. I mean, well, I mean, you don't have to say where you work or who you work for, but like, like the industry in which you work, I know you said tech, but is it like software engineering? Back uh, it's a uh, software for me. I, I, um, work in e-commerce. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I work, uh, telecommunications. So this is, kind of uh in the field and not on like at home so it's again it wasn't like too much of a big change for me but it's still good with the e-commerce background do you have are you the like the merch guy like the online dude for the oh yeah (laughs) oh absolutely (laughs) (laughs) yeah instagram facebook it's that's all me homie oh man i'm gonna have to have to throw some dollars at you i need a merch store god damn let's do it anyway upcoming shows levels i love the sound that levels is putting out there in my wheelhouse. Once I found them, it was literally just Insta ad to whatever shuffle I had. Uh, do you, do you guys personally know them or, or, uh, or I guess are familiar with their sound? Familiar with their sound. We don't yeah. know them personally, but they are badasses. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like definitely right up our alley with, uh, in terms of like music, right. Just in general, like we're all kind of into the same music. So whenever we listen to them, we're like, oh, yeah, these guys are fucking good. <laughs> and then yeah. especially when we get to play with bands that we've already played with before, like uh, Astriction, like we've played with them probably three times already. Three times this year. Yeah, yeah three, three times, times this year. Really and homies. so, oh, yeah, it's literally just going to be homies just hanging out. So it's going to be a really fun show. That's what I like about that's what I like about uh, just the, the music scene down here. Um, I feel like I feel like there's this there's this push. Um like I'm not that we're running out of bands, but I feel like some bands obviously have fallen off and people have moved and, you know, changed careers and stuff. But, you know, being able to see bands come together again, but, you know, you guys have obviously pay, played with, but then, you know, I'm always looking for like the next one. And, you know, 
when you guys kind of hit my radar, that's where I was just like, how, how, how have I missed this? How have I missed this? But Austin is so massive with its, you know, suburbia USA and everybody, you know, flying in and moving in. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a few more bands popping up over the next few years. Um, where do you guys w like, what's your guys plans for the next, uh, for 2022? Uh, we just plan on definitely playing more shows, uh, trying to get on a, it, at least like a small Texas tour run right. going on. And then, uh, definitely back in the studio for sure. And then you know, like, uh, we were talking about earlier, like dropping singles, um, one after another and hopefully just build like compile an album after that. But, uh, for sure the, that Spotify algorithm is, I think it's a tricky thing that a lot of people, I mean, you can watch YouTube videos. I'm like how it's, you know, how you can master it. So it's being dispersed to everybody correctly and you're not just releasing an album and just sinking after that. So, yeah, I think, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, we're, we're sitting on like five, six, seven songs that, you know, if we went to the studio, we, we could knock them out for sure. Um, I think what's kind of delayed that is, um, like I, I'm not actually performing in the band right now. Um, so I actually blew out my Achilles a couple months ago. Oh yeah. How, how'd that prepared. happen? Uh, playing soccer with my girlfriend. Um, I'm like, I'm an athletic dude. I, it, it was like a fluke of a thing. I just pivoted wrong and it popped and I felt like someone just drop kicked me in my ankle. I legit like turned around when it popped. I was like, did someone just like kick a ball at me or just kick me period. And uh, when no one was there, I was like, yeah, I blew up my Achilles. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, we came back, you know, out of COVID playing shows in July and, you know, I, I busted my Achilles in September and we had shows lined up and I was just like, dude, I don't want to let the, I don't want to slow down. The guys didn't want to slow down. So we actually pulled in uh, Adam and Carlos's brother, Frankie, uh pulled him up from corpus and he's been playing drums i think he's like four shows in at this point so he'll be okay. playing for this foreseeable uh future but whenever i'm back which ho will hopefully be like in the spring uh i want to go in the studio right away as soon as i'm fit enough like i want to hammer out these songs we've been sitting on since 2020 almost yeah 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 because i mean it's i guess it's one of those things that I don't really think about too much because I'm I, I'm not a musician, so I'm not really worried about if I damage something, then I can't do X. Uh, but as far as like I know, Achilles, that's that's a sometimes requires surgery, like in in uh, obviously physical therapy and stuff like that. I mean, is it like super bad or just? Oh, it's super bad. Oh, yeah, I uh, <laughs> yeah I uh, so I injured it uh, September fifteenth, um, September 29th, I had surgery to repair it. Um, and I've been in physical therapy for about two months now. Is, so, I mean, uh, is it, obviously there's improvements, hopefully. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I just got out of my walking boot. Um, I basically walk around with like one crutch. I can walk on two feet, but it's not super smooth and my range of motion is super limited, but I couldn't play metal drums right now, but I could, you know, fuck around on a drum kit a little bit. <laughs> like I can play country. <laughs> oh Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. What's uh I guess just being curious, what are some of the what are some of the common ailments for for uh let's just say guitars? What are what are I mean understanding that you know it's all like like just your hands just end up like this and I'm and <laughs> for those listening I'm, I'm I'm making the like carpal tunnel fucking hands. Um or or even even like 
a, like a like a stress fracture or something i mean have any of you guys ever arthritis yeah i mean something uh, like that. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, say adam actually hit <laughs> we're we're uh, i forgot what day it was but we were all hanging out with some family and everything and i guess he was just trying to show my parents something that we do at work and uh, end up slicing his four fingers on like his index middle ring finger and pinky and he had to go to the emergency room and get it like stitched some stitched up but he was wearing like a little like just like soft cotton around him. and he, he couldn't play guitar for like at least three weeks and it's just like Jeez. man uh definitely yes uh hands are very fragile there's yeah, tools i mean do you guys <laughs> i mean are there any like um i don't know just common practices for like stretching or you know just you know do this exercise for this there's like vice grips that you can use like just those like you know like your like, Right. I know you can't see my hands, but yeah, you know, like, yeah, it kind of helps the forearm and everything like that and builds a little strength in there, at least to get it stretched out and warmed up. Um, those I do bring to shows and kind of, you know, tend to just, you know, before we get on and play, just like two, three minutes of that, you know, just to make sure nothing cramps up on stage or I'm not like too cold up there or anything like that. So. Yeah, dude, I, I definitely have like a routine. I warm up very, I do it before I work out, before I play drums, before every show. Um, so I'm real methodical um, uh, when I'm getting ready for a performance. Yeah, I remember. For me, I, I, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, for me, like it's just um, a lot of vocal exercises. Like I'm trying to find some free Melissa Cross videos, but <laughs> prove <did> unsuccessful. The, <laughs> I did. The, the, I hit my buddy up. I I don't know where I was at, but my buddy was like, "Hey, man." I bet if you really tried for like a year just practicing, you could probably like make some weird noises that sound decent. And my buddy uh, actually, I'm pretty, I've got, actually, I'm going to text him after this and see if he's, but he, I think he bought the Melissa Cross DVDs. And that just oh. seems to be like the, like the go to. Uh, Cause I know that she's worked with um, Garrett from Silent Planet and a whole host of other amazing artists. Um, but if I get them, I'll holler at you. Please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, gladly take you up on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of like, uh, sounds and, and whatnot and stretching and, and this and that, um, what are you guys, uh, I guess for people that don't know, like for fans of like, what are, what are some bands that can be relatable? And also like, what are you guys' influences? So we can kind of, kind of nail down, release the captive. And I mean, I don't want to pigeonhole you guys. I never, I never think that's a good thing everybody should try and do their own thing and have their own sound but obviously music is influenced by other uh, influence M music is influenced by other music there we go got it yeah definitely um so some of mine are um i don't know if a band called era um they're yeah. definitely one of my top faves top yeah. faves seen them a bunch of times um volumes is another one and uh i know they're kind of going through their own band thing right now you know members in and out and uh Hearing their latest the latest albums actually it was it was kind of nice. I think they they can still take it in a good direction. So those are definitely some influences that I like to take off as it's just like as like backup vocals and uh you know just as far as bass as well. So mm -hmm. uh, for me, like I grew up with um uh, I grew up with like a lot more hip hop than anything. Didn't really get into metal at all. Um, so it was like Tupac, Biggie, Same. uh, and all that stuff. And so for me it's like a lot about groove. So I like a lot of like periphery, um, dance camp and dance, uh, North lane is like my all time favorite band. Um, but yeah, that's what I kind of bring, you know, for the table. Yeah, I think Vela Maya is the only one I think we left out. Definitely a big 
big influence uh, for us. Um, but yeah, I echo all those bands. I love all those bands. So. Man, just progressive and jaunt central. Oof, definitely, <laughs> definitely all of those bands. I've obviously seen them and jammed them on the regular. Um, I'm actually into this new band. Well, not, they're not new, but they're new to me. A band called Siamese out of the Nether no Denmark. Denmark, yeah, that's right. Um, if anybody wants to have a, a good listen, go check out band Siamese. They just dropped some new songs called Sloboda, Holy, Numb. Lyrics are crazy good. Production value is just massive. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm into right now. I probably I've probably paid them, I don't know, a handful of dollars versus with Spotify money. <laughs> with, the <laughs> of, with the amount of shit that I've listened to. Um but what's uh what's playing on let's go around the room what's playing on everyone's like if you jump in the car plug your phone in what's playing right now uh for me it would be the new uh, silent plop planet album that dropped out i mean i've been digging that one a lot lately so, so good turn it on it's it's, it's there yeah <laughs> um according to my spotify which is terrible <laughs> like <laughs> i hilariously put like this um this song on all the time at work. And so my number three song is this Japanese version of Say So by Doja Cat. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so that is most likely going to be somewhere like on the ride. Nice. Um, but um, like, yeah, to a literally probably North Lane or Dance Kevin Dance. Um, or I just usually just hit like, like artist radio. Right. Just find uh, like newer bands and stuff like that. I love that. That's that. That's how I found majority of the people that I chat with these days. Just like, oh, never heard of them. Hey, you guys want to interview? All right. Let's <laughs> <do it. laughs> uh, I would say on my Spotify, it's like uh, the new um, Idola record. Uh, really love that. Um, kind of, you know, a lot of similarities to Dance Gavin Dance. Obviously, Dance Gavin Dance. Um, the new like Moss the Flames EP, man, Ooh, holy yeah. shit! Why, like, forgot about that. We're, we're just we're instantly BFFs with like Moss the Flames. I mean, oh, god damn, I, I dude, got... they just keep getting better. It's it's like that's what I want in our music. Like their last like three or four, you know, records EPs that have been just phenomenal. So and they just keep like topping themselves. Yeah, that's what every artist strives for. I, I remember we were um, kind of rearranging the house and whatnot, and I've got a I got a uh, a vinyl player. I moved it downstairs finally and hooked it up to everything. And I was just kind of like, you know what? What am I gonna listen? To? I haven't listened to any vinyls and just went straight for like Master Flames. I think it was a, a Dark Divine, right? Dark Divine. Oh yeah. And I'm terrible at like I know bands, a couple names, but when it comes to like the name of the song or the album or the you know like all that, like nah. I don't even care. I'm just like, music's good. Send it. Um, <laughs> so I just threw it on the record player and just jammed out the other day. And man, like that's, that's, they're in my top five. It's like them uh, applauding, uh, applauding you, uh, some other handful of bands, but it's just, I'm sorry, the applauding you, applauding you. I'm gonna get fucking smacked when I see it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a solid fan. I've even, I wore my like Master Flames, uh, the Starbucks shirt. Uh, the other day and they were like where did you get that from like man i've had this for like 12 years i i never let sure. band, i never let band shirts go like even when i do yeah. i'm like does somebody want this i don't want it to go to like goodwill like i'd rather just <laughs> hand it off to somebody and let it have a new home somewhere else for another two years before it gets recycled but um 
Damn, I feel like we've God, whoa, shit, we've almost we've been going for a fucking hour. Damn, time, <laughs> time flies. Um, all right, so let's uh let, let's round this out. So you guys are sitting on some songs. Are they done or kind of like obviously they need some retooling and whatnot because you know you're gonna launch them next year. Like how many? Like what's the album gonna look like? Um, I would say probably a few of the songs are nearly there. Okay. Um, but about three of them, two or three of them are like still like in the writing process. Okay. Um, yeah, like hopefully by springtime we'll like start like announcing that we're in the studio and releasing singles and, you know, get up to that point. But yeah, I mean, we have, you know, the three or four that are a little nebulous right now that are still being like, you know, tighten up, but we also have three or four that we've been performing live for months and, and those bad boys are ready to go. Um, so if we had to split up a recording session, we probably do those three then come back a month or two later and knock out the rest. But, um, but yeah, we're going to be playing some, some new ones um, that aren't recorded anywhere. They're not on Spotify. You can only see them live. So come out, uh, see us for the level show on December 12th. Um, we're also playing another show that same week. If your week starts on Sunday, <laughs> that following Saturday, we'll be in a Texas uh, music ranch for uh, misguided music fest. And that's like a all metal all day, like 18 bands from like noon to 2 a.m. Um, and we're playing at like 445. Damn, so what is that? Texas? What? Texas music ranch. Texas. It's out there. It's on the east side. Cool. Just want to make sure I got that written down. Woo! So what's uh, let's uh, let's let's get away from music for a little bit before we get out of here. What's uh, what's the holidays looking like for everybody? Uh, I'm gonna be hanging out here in Austin. Um, I've done a lot of traveling this year already. Uh, been to Colorado, Seattle, uh, Washington, um, with Louisiana, and I'm already I'm try I'm traveled out for the year, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna want to do any more driving or any more flying. I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna stay Tucker down here and just hopefully everybody else leaves the house so I can just have some <laughs> freaking alone time and just like get my own self zen back out and get refocused in. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I plan on doing for the holidays. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I'm gonna be up here as well, bud. <laughs> Damn it! Sorry, I, <laughs> sorry to tell you, but I'm gonna be here. I get my um my second uh vaccine shot on Christmas Eve. Hey, all right. So I'm like, I'm just gonna stay up here because originally I was gonna go to San Antonio to visit family. Right. But I'm like, I'm not gonna walk in a zombie. So yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna be up here, just hanging out. Yeah, Carlos was talking about me, and I am getting out of your hair for the holidays. So, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I haven't seen. I'm. You know, from the East Coast, and um, so like I haven't seen my family in two years. So um, I'm going to be flying into Baltimore um, to see my mom, and then we'll drive down to see our uh, family in Northern Virginia. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'll be back for New Year's though. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> no. He's like, just to let you guys know, I'm coming. Oh back. yeah. <laughs> yeah i think uh i think we're just gonna we're just gonna uh me the wife and the kiddo we're just gonna kick it around here we kind of do we don't have any family here like i have an uncle uh in houston but i never go see him i hardly ever talk to him and some cousins and stuff but that's essentially it we just i we moved out here 10 11 years ago and it's essentially just been us three and 
from that, we've basically kind of built our own like friend family. So we do a lot of like Friendsgiving and, you know, those that are kind of like us, you know, not misfits, but people that don't have family or immediate yeah. family, you know, they come over, they hang out. My wife fills up the kitchen island with like finger foods and charcuterie board. And I'm just like, time to party and just, yeah. <laughs> uh, but man, the holidays, I, I really hope, I really hope everybody has a good holiday season. Um, you guys and everybody listening. Cause I mean, if, if the holidays could feel like the show that we threw on December 3rd, then the holidays are going to be fucking amazing because it was just, you seeing all these people, you're high-fiving, you're hugging, man, what a great show. Can't wait to see you. Oh, we got a show coming up. Yeah, man, I'll make it. So, I just I hope everybody has a good good and safe holiday season. What's uh what's on everybody's wish list? One item. You're like, I want this on Christmas Day. Go. Jonas. Socks and underwear, man. Jeez. Uh, you know, it's always a blessing, man. You get new socks and underwear at this <laughs> age, <socks> man. <laughs> Uh, oh, man, that one, oh, goddamn, that hit a little too close to home for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because it's true. Yeah. yeah. Not not that I'm walking around like shit in my pants or anything, but uh, <laughs> I, I've been doing I've been doing a buttload of running lately and uh, my I just I blow I gotta get I gotta look into some like some decent socks. I've just been going like grabbing like the Under Armour ones or whatever, just you know, twelve pack, six bucks or whatever, but Oh yeah, I'm wearing um, those right now. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just I gotta guess. I definitely need some new socks. I'm just I'm like I'm gonna tell my wife just stocking stuffer. That's all I need. Don't put anything under the tree. A fuck ton of socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This has been. It, 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 this has been a good learning. I I let. This is why I do this, man. Learn so much about people that just are here doing the thing that they love. But we have to ask this question uh, on every episode. Do beans belong in chili? Now, I'll, I'll say this: there is no right or wrong answer. You won't be. You might get some side eye from some people from time to time, depending on your answer. But individually, do beans belong in chili? Dude, I was just talking about this last night. Okay, if it means more food, then hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my opinion. <laughs> Uh yes. Okay, we got two yeses. Definitely. Uh, third yes, man. I've third, always had see? Uh, kidney beans fucking... in there. <laughs> you heard All about here. that fiber, baby. You heard it here first. Released. Well, three of what? Well, who? What do you? What do you think? The uh, who's Miss Adam? Adam's not here. Uh, yeah, the guitarist. Is he's he back right there? Front of us, yeah. I'll take yeah. the beans as well. He'll take the beans. <laughs> four for four. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Release the captive is on Team Bean. Team Bean. Ah, I can't wait to make the shirts for that. God damn, that's going to be so much fun. <laughs> I'm not even sure how it started. It just it was just one of those things we were talking about one night. We were like, yeah, fuck yeah, beans belong in chili. Like, no, they don't. Like, wait a minute. That that meme where it's like the 1950 dude where he's just like, you know, like putting his hand yeah, up. Hold like, up. Like, hold up, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, That's like a Texas thing, right? Not well, putting beans so, in chili. Okay, I mean, we can. Okay, so the way that I understand it, <laughs> is that it's a geographic thing and also like cultural so mm. some like up north uh, for example uh like when i lived in ohio and, and and stayed up there they didn't know what grits were that was a southern thing you had yeah. to introduce people into grits 
Um, and apparently that's the thing for chili. I mean, you got like meat and tomatoes and all kinds of other shit. But apparently beans don't make make the cut for some reason. Um, but then you have like Texas chili. Then the, they, so I don't know. I'm I'll probably get off of here and just go do some like chili research again just to make sure I'm not talking about <laughs> <my head. laughs> But but it's just it's just one of those things because I I kind of want to have like this one like once uh, an annual show called come and cook it or come and something it at, at oh, come yeah. and take it where it's literally a chili cook off in the parking lot while there's a show going on so you yes, can, sir. so you can get fed and then you can also <laughs> oh. get fed you know what i mean yeah uh dude we we throw down we release the chili we'll fucking do it <laughs> <laughs> yes all right I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you guys down as 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 opening up for uh, the chili, the come and take it chili cook off. Oh, yes. Come and eat it live. Come and eat it. There we go. Yes. See, this is why we have conversations, people. We come up, you have ideas that you just didn't think were possible. Come and eat it live, man. That's gonna have a lot of connotation. We're gonna have to make sure we properly promote. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. So uh, last thing. Um, Final shout outs and where everybody can find you guys at, like all the socials, the ads, uh, merch store, website, how they can help uh, keep you guys going and all that fun stuff. Yeah, um, definitely come see us uh, on December 12th at Come and Take It. See us on the 18th uh, at Texas Music Ranch. Um, we've got stuff going in the January as well, but if you want to listen to our stuff, we are on Spotify, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, YouTube Music. Google Music. I mean, we're we're everywhere. Um, but uh, you know, uh, you can go to our link tree. Uh, that's a one stop shop. Um, you know, find all of our links, our EPK, um, some notable like YouTube videos we've done over the year. Um, if you want merch, that's all through Bandcamp, um, and that's in our link tree link. So um, yeah, I mean, and definitely you know, hit us up if you are wanting to know anything about us or what shows are coming up or um, we, we're pretty active on social media and we want to get to know you guys and, and know what you think. So, uh, yeah. Awesome. And you can find us at uh, like Instagram is um, released a captive band. Twitter is released a CPTV. Um, and yeah, shout out to um, the noise factory, Danny river. Um, believe uh, the, Order of Noise Factory is Eric, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Eric yeah, Eric, shout out to him. Yeah, he's a really awesome dude. Um, and yeah, shout out to Levels too. I can't, can't wait to high five Dalton. I think he's a drummer. Yeah, he's a drummer. Dalton. <laughs> Anything else? Any la any final rounds? Anything else? Uh, you mentioned Andy from uh, Conningsore. Conningsore, I don't know how to pronounce it, but that's a badass dude. I see him every time we play a show or go to a show, I come and take it. I think he lives and upstairs. I think the entire band has their own room up there, to be honest. That sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're They always like, look like they just rolled out of bed. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Andy. Don't beat me up. <laughs> oh, God, that was good. Yeah, no, man, dude. Conningsore is... You know, in Vegas, how they have like the residents, like all the big show, the, the the big time people that basically have a show like every night. Oh yeah, like that. To me, that's how I feel. Like, not saying like in a bad way, like but but Conan is there so much, and if they're not playing, they're at the bar hanging out, supporting other local bands, uh, doing doing the damn thing. But yeah, I I love me some Conan Sword. Them motherfuckers are wild on stage, wild. 
Yeah, we're trying real hard to get it. We keep like we've had so many almost shows with them, and then something happens, we pull out or they pull out. Right. And um, it's gonna happen. Damn it. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Just keep hitting them up because they 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 are one of the most active bands uh, in in the local Austin scene right now. I mean, it's like it's like they have at least two shows a month. They don't have any any more for the month of December. Uh, the December third show was the last one for the year. Um, which is kind of why I like to throw the showcase. It's like, hey, look at all these local bands that have been hustling all year, and everybody goes home. So <laughs> it's it's uh, I'm man, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a tough time building a, a lineup next year, but that's the fun in it, you know, trying to find the 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 diamonds in the rough, and you know, the people that aren't really paying attention to this band over here, this band over here. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to what 2022 has to offer. Uh, so thank you guys very much I really had a great time um, I'm pretty sure we'll see each other at the venue uh, or fuck I would damn I want to come out to next time you guys go to to uh, the studio like actually in the studio yeah shoot me a message because if, if if we're relatively close and, and I mean if I'm allowed I don't want to like impose um, I would love to come out and just chit chat hang out and just meet you guys and, and kind of see see the space Oh yeah. No, no, no. That's a done deal, man. Awesome. We'll let you know. Awesome. But hey, man, thank you for having us, man. This is badass. Thanks, yeah, Ryan. Thank you so much. Yeah, oh, thanks, no. The, 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 was it? The pleasure's mine, as they say. <laughs> it's like Chick-fil-A. My pleasure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe get a little, little fucking name tag and shit. Uh, but anyway, thank you guys very much. Uh, like I said, we'll get this out and get this in the ear holes ASAP. And until then, man, take care. You too, man. That's right. Later.